Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning, world. Maria here, alive and kicking. Welcome to Awaken with Maria and Monica. And today we're going to be talking about life, death, reincarnation, all kinds of good stuff. So uh, I do want to say good morning to my co-host and my friend, Monica Sepulveda. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Maria. <laughs> Maria. You know, it's interesting. Maria. <laughs> it's interesting the way we came to this topic. I have someone who's overseas who's been reading way too many different people. And he's totally confused about life after death. Uh, you know, what happens to the soul, what happens to the body, and we've been going back and forth on it, and I try to explain to him that, you know, different authors, different people are going to have different opinions, uh, but nobody really knows 100% till they're on the other side to what they lay out for themselves. Well, uh, I do. I do too, but, you know, most people don't. Uh, so I tried to explain it to him, but he just... I think he just gave up. He said he just felt too confused. It was starting to give him fear. And I said, you know, I'm picking up fear. No. I'm picking up fear here. And, and that's not anything that needs no. to be a part of this. It's completely the opposite of that. First of all, it's life after life because they don't want to be called dead. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, um, when we cross over, we're going back home. So we're embraced. Even those people that committed atrocities, they have to go through a life review. Everyone goes through a life review. And not only do you see what you did to other people, but you have to become them and feel what it felt like to receive whatever it is that you dished out. This also includes pets. And so when you have those feelings of, uh, you know, how much you hurt them, you learn very quickly that that was, uh, you know, a terrible choice and, uh, you you actually evolve you know into love so that you're integrated. But that's the most loving thing you could go through is a life review. And I've seen it time and time again. In fact, one of the people that I, I adore is Daniel Brinkley because he actually died three times, electrocuted, and he didn't want to come back here. But he went through life reviews every every time he he crossed over. Plus, my dad, as he's crossed over, he told me what it was like. You know, he had to go through his life review as well, which he was remorseful. And um, when we're there, uh, people say, well, you know, do they live in a cloud? No, they don't. They replicate this dimension because they're familiar with this dimension. So they have homes. They live near their family members. They're greeted with so much love. Even the pets are greeted with so much love. I asked my dad to allow, uh, you know, to let Kobe live with him and Kaylee. And uh, he's taking care of all the pets, you know, because he was never a pet lover, but he's loving the pets. He said they're a pure form of love, and he's taught me so much. But I started receiving information at the age of 11 in June 1962. I got my first message from someone who passed away. I just can't talk about who it is because it's in my book. It's going to be quite a shocker. 
uh, and it's connected to a past life and it's connected to this lifetime as well. But um, when you cross over, most people are ready to let go of their bodies and they don't want to be here anymore. So one of the things, you know, I was in London when my dad fell and broke his neck because he had dementia. He, had, he forgot that he couldn't walk. And one thing that happened is right before he passed over, he, he opened his eyes and looked up. And that is very typical, you know, because they're looking at their family members ready to receive them. So they don't feel fear at all whatsoever when they cross over. If at the beginning when they have maybe a diagnosis, they're afraid of leaving this planet. But can you imagine going home to a place of love? And then that's why all of them say, oh, I don't want to come back there. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, and it's been postulated, and I, I would probably have to agree, that actually leaving the body is a lot easier than entering the body. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, you come in. It's a painful situation. You know what's interesting? We all come in to this planet the same way, and we all live leave differently. I, I was noticing that when I was watching different shows, that some people are... You know, they get diseases and illnesses. Other people die in car accidents. Other people are murdered. Other people die of heart attacks. Everybody leaves differently. And I thought, I think the cruelest way to go is to have cancer because of all the suffering for such a long time. But then again, I was looking at why do people come here? Right. This planet is a school. And we come here to learn lessons about how to love. We have, I mean... The most incredible uh, clues everywhere on this planet about what is love. Nature is love. Animals are love, pure love. And people don't get it. They're not aware. And once you start raising your vibratorial frequency, which is what you and I both teach and do, you start realizing just how precious the clues are around us and not to take things for granted ever. You know, even a beautiful sunny day, it, I, I'm grateful for that because we've had a lot of rain in California. Of course, we needed it because we went through drought, but then, then again, we have something called climate change or intentional harp manipulation, but we're getting a lot of rain, and so is the East Coast. But we've never had floods before, and we have a flash flood warning now. So I know that the Earth is happy to receive all that water after having a drought for seven years. And then that caused fires, of course, you know. But those fires, of course, is another topic because those are mostly uh, intentional uh, sparks being, you know, thrown from different points. And uh, they have video of that. So anyway, remember that one town that was wiped out completely called Paradise, California? There wasn't not anything standing. It was a whole town. And I had a friend who lived in Paradise, California. His name was Les Moore. He was a stand-up comedian, and he was an undertaker. So he passed away. But um, what, and he was funnier than hell. Oh, my God, he was hysterical. He used to make me laugh. He'd say things like, hey, let's go get in a, in a bathtub full of ice, and then I can make love to you. And I was like, gross. <laughs> 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 anyway, so as you cross over, we have access to anybody that's crossed over, which is why I love being a medium. And I like teach pe teaching people how to do mediumship work because it's not that difficult. But you do have to learn how to raise your frequency so you can meet theirs. This way you can talk to them. We have to be on equal frequencies in order to be able to communicate to each other. 
And so um, they don't like to lower their frequency to come here. So very few appear to their family members. Um, and when they do appear, it's usually only half of them, like from the waist up. Because can you imagine lowering your frequency and becoming two-dimensional? Can you imagine how that feels? Gross. I mean, I can't even, I don't even want to think about it. Right. But they don't want to lower theirs to our third-dimensional world. Actually, our world is is uh, accelerating, moving up to like the fifth frequency, and a lot of people can't handle that change. And what it requires in order to go into a higher frequency, that they leave the planet. So this is why we have a lot of people leaving the planet right now. I always say bravo to them. They're in peace, but the people that they leave behind are the ones that are grieving, so we need to send love to them. Anyway, on the other side, they have their homes, and they very much replicate the home that they loved the most while they were here, and uh, they tell me their activities. You know, a lot of the women get together, and I, I watch them play cards, and they all bring, like, potluck, and the guys are in the living room doing guy talk or playing instruments or whatever, but it's very, uh, and of course, I'm, t I'm talking about my family members who are from a Latino community. We love music and we have the best food. So what happens is that um, it's very much the same, but as they start to evolve, they take on a different, um, let's say, desire to help, and some choose to help those people who crossed over unexpectedly. Let's say that there was a bomb that went off, well, they didn't expect that to happen and cross over, so they're very confused. So some people uh, on the other side in spirit, they decide that they want to help those, you know, so they take on humanitarian uh, you know path and they've also told me that you can access anyone because there's no classes like first you know a listers B listers you have access to anybody because everybody is equal so um, I did you know ask to access John Lennon because he was my favorite Beatle and he gave me a message and uh, he said go to this event where this woman will channel me and ask the question, um, oh my gosh, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a song. So when she came to me to channel, she says, John says to tell you, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. And then I realized that it was very easy to access him and he's guided me a lot. He actually gave me a hat to put on because he said I'm too empathetic too sensitive to animals, too sensitive to people, and I've got to shut it down because it's just too way out there, and that can hurt me. You know, be, being an empath is, empath is good because you can feel what other people are feeling, but when you are overstimulated, then you can you won't be able to sleep because you're thinking about terrible things happening to people and animals or children. So anyway, uh, so we evolve on the other side. We do. And coming back to this place is a choice because we reincarnate for two reasons. Number one, we want to reincarnate with another person that we had a lifetime with that we were in love with, and, and we want to continue that love and grow together. So that's a very good thing. Second reason is we want to learn uh, more about love, and therefore we'll go through some trials and tribulations. Another reason is that we want to do humanitarian work, which is to wake up other people that are still sleeping. So you and I fall into that third category because that's what we've done with our lives is, is help people. And it, that's, I think, one of the hardest things to do because 
there's so many people that are, are still sleeping in spite of all, or dis, is it in spite or despite? I don't know which one it is. Anyway, all the information that people, your listeners, are, are receiving through your wonderful shows, yeah, you, you get the news, but you also get solutions on how to not allow it to trigger you or affect you. And if it does trigger you, you want to find out what it's triggering, which emotions come up, and then start to heal that one. So we give you lots and lots of solutions and ways and tools, you know, to figure out how to evolve out of the, the stuck stage that a lot of people are in. So I always tell people, what are you doing to make a difference on this planet? And they say, well, I'm nobody. I'm just one person. And I'll say, you're everything. We're all very powerful. Just stay centered in love. Stay connected to a higher power. And remember that your spirit is love. So you are love. And that's the only truth about you. Everything else is a lie. So uh, from the other side, not only the mediumship and connecting with people who are deceased, but also with other entities from other dimensions and other um, galaxies, because there's three trillion galaxies. So as we're getting information from other galaxies, we have to keep raising our frequency, but we can't do it quickly like I tried to do in 1970s. I ended up with a headache for eight months because it almost blew up my head. The frequency was so high. But stubborn me, who has three planets in Taurus, decided that I wanted to be able to... Um, communicate more telepathically and I was able to do that but it cost me an eight-month headache which was unbearable I wish that on nobody so just let it drip into your head higher frequencies and then just stay centered the more that you are in the love center the more frequency the more you raise your frequency so that you can communicate with those people on the other side including family members and loved ones the first thing you'll feel when people cross over is the um you'll feel their presence. That's the easiest one. It's, kinesthet it's a kinesthetic or um, empathy, whichever one you want to call it. It's clear, uh, uh, not clear audience is the ability to hear or more telepathic, clear voices, seeing pictures and images. And then clear sentience is the ability to feel. Most people feel the presence of someone who they've lost. Please acknowledge that. As soon as you feel it, it's only going to last a few seconds, so just say, I feel that you're here. Thank you for showing up. The more you do that, the more strength and bond you, you uh, build with that uh, loved one, and they will come and visit you more often. And then you can start asking them to help you out with maybe questions that you have or even some solutions. They do not disturb our free will. We still make our own choices, but they will give us other points of view and uh, different ways of looking at things in order to make a proper decision. Just don't get into the left brain because that one, uh, it holds history. We need it because it holds history, but it also holds painful events and things from the past that keep us from, you know, getting into our power. Right. So when you leave this planet, it, you really end up joining or rejoining your oversoul. Uh can you explain in simple terms what the Oversoul is? I have no clue what you're talking about because I've never heard of an Oversoul. All I know is that we are a spirit and the spirit does not die. It goes back home. We leave our bodies here. 
our personality we take with us. So if a person's really witty and I'm and I'm communicating with them, they're gonna pop some kind of joke that's gonna make sense to that person that you know that's still alive. And um, the oversoul is something that I have no idea where that came okay, from. I've been well, studying for well, well, five years. Well, other people will call the oversoul your higher self. Well, that's your spirit. Your totality. We'll call it your totality of being. Yeah, the higher self is your spirit. That's the one that we, we carry, we, we house it. We have our, our, our space suit here is our body, and a lot of people don't connect to that spirit. Therefore, they're not aware of certain things. And what happens is there's a lot of damage done by our own thinking, not only about ourselves, but our thinking about the world. Staying negative is the first thing that's going to affect us, uh, and it's going to affect the emotional level where people become either scared or worried or doubtful. Those three are the biggest saboteurs, but fear is an absence of love, so I, why would I fear? Uh, worry is an absence of faith, faith in oneself and faith in the process that when you let go and let God, so to speak, things will start working in our favor because we're putting the order out, we're speaking it into existence of what it is that we need, and then we have to give thanks for that. And self-doubt is a lack of self-love and, and questioning whether we're worthy, that's crazy. Of course we are. We're spirit. Mm -hmm. We're love. So the only truth about ourselves is to say to ourselves, I am love. I am love. I am one with the light. I'm one with, with love. Higher power, the universe, the I am, the source, whatever you want to call it, God, love. But it's also infinite intelligence, which is why it's important to keep the right brain open in order to receive the information that comes from infinite intelligence. It gives us solutions and ideas, and it can't lie. It's not capable of lying. Once we receive a message, we usually go right to our heart to see if it feels right. Mm -hmm. And, of, of course, it, it, since it can't lie, the heart can't lie either, so it's going to agree with, yeah, it's a good idea. But then our old, you know, left brain gets in the way and says, well, you're not a writer. Why would you want to write a book? And then who's going to publish it? You know, we go right into that negative thinking. And this is, this is explaining why there's certain people that are able to invent the same thing at the same time because ideas go out to different people and it's the one who has the courage to actually bring it about is the one that gets the recognition, you know, it's like the Wright brothers. Mm -hmm. They weren't the ones that, the only ones that invented the airplane. It was these two men from France who actually had theirs in a, the plane ready to go, but they were too afraid that they were going to be humiliated if they tried to fly it. So they just kept it in the hangar. And then the Wright brothers came out and, you know, guess who gets the acknowledgement for inventing? Right. Like, not the French brothers. I don't even know the French brothers' names. I don't either. <laughs> but you know what? I've told that to so many of my clients through the years that when, you know, one of these ideas from the universe comes tumbling down, you're not the only person that hears it, and whoever acts on it first gets to be the yes. winner. That's exactly correct. That's, yeah. that's what I was talking I, yeah, about. And yeah, as I hear people say, oh, you know, I thought of that idea, you know, whatever it is. I thought of that idea years ago. I should have done something with it. When they see somebody yeah. else came out with it, and I'm saying... Uh, should have, could have, would have, didn't, huh? Exactly. You know, it's interesting because when I was a, a really little girl, I don't know, maybe five or so, uh, my grandmother used to let me color on anything in her apartment. And wow. she, in those days, the only dinner napkins that were were the white paper napkins. 
Yeah. And I remember days where I would just sit there making the same design on a napkin to where the whole napkin was covered with a print almost. <laughs> and look how many years later napkins came out with prints on them. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? I remember buying, you know, my mom buying those, not me, but... Right. And you became an artist, right? You're an artist. Yes, I did, but I was like, wow, I was the first one to think about that, but I was too little to figure out how to make a living out of it. Uh, you know, but one Someone thing I, gave you an idea. <laughs> right, certainly did. Uh, so somebody else obviously got that idea and, and made mm -hmm. it happen. Uh, so, you know, sitting on your hands doesn't accomplish anything. You know, if you kept saying to me you know, over and over again, I want to write a book, I want to write a book, I want to write a book, after a while it falls on deaf ears because my first answer to you would be, well, start writing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Start writing. Don't say you want to do it uh, you know, over and over again. Uh, but I find that when it comes to death, what I have experienced personally, whether it's people in my family, whether it was students of mine, uh, is the difference between people that are spiritually sound, who have a really good spiritual belief system, have they seem to die without any fear. They accept it, they're ready to go, and it's mm -hmm. like, get, let's get the show on the road. The people yeah. that I have seen, even my own family, uh, <clears throat> for instance, my father, uh, his religion... Uh, since his religion promised him that, you know, people that were born after 1914 would never die, and then there he was dying, he had a lot of fear because he just believed that God forgot about him. Oh, my God. See how much damage religion does. Sorry for you people that are religious, but I just, I'm not. Oh, well. there, there's a lot of really twisted ideas that come from there and a lot of control through fear. Look at your dad, he was afraid. Well, because he was so convinced by the religion, you know, of yes. what would be. And then he had to die thinking that God forgot about him, like he did something wrong. And that's a terrible way to die. You that's know? insane, again, <laughs> twisted thinking. It's still well, actually, the twisted thinking from the demangelicals is actually at an all-time high right now. It's ridiculous. You know, like that one preacher who had his whole congregation pray for Ruth Bader Ginsburg to die. Is that what would what would Jesus do if you believe in in Jesus and all that as well? Right. I mean, come on. I I was. I think he posted something that Taylor Swift was much more like Jesus than these preachers are because she's the one that donated fifty million to truckers, thirty million to food banks, and twenty million to animals. I mean. And then she gave $100,000 to the family member who who was killed in that shooting in Kansas City. Right. Um, you know, I, I see these other people just taking, 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 taking these preachers. You know, which ones I'm talking about. Right. It's all holy water. Right. All you have to do is get a glass of water and pray over it, and it's holy. Done. Right. Well, you know, another death that I think about was when my sister died last year. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I had a dream the night before of my mother, who I rarely dream about, and my mother had told me that she was with my sister and she would be with her through the end. Oh. So the next day, which ended up being the day of the night she died, I got on the phone with her 
And even though, you know, we were on speakerphone, my other sister who believes in nothing wanted me to shut up, which I wasn't going to do. And I told her, I said, listen, don't be afraid. I said, mom's already with you. She's shown me that she's laying in that bed with you. You're not alone. Lose the fear and let go. And she died about three hours later. Yeah, she listened to you. But you know what? She had fear. Uh, it was mostly because she really didn't have any kind of spiritual belief system in place. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, lingering crap from, you know, being raised a Jehovah's Witness when we were younger. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, oh, my gosh. I left the Catholic religion at age 19, but I can't imagine being brought up as a Jehovah's Witness. All right. But, you know, religion <laughs> religion is responsible for so many people having such horrific deaths yeah because you know whether it's heaven or hell whether you know you're going to be a slave on some man's planet uh you know all kinds of crazy stuff uh but you know people you know i spoke to one of my best friends actually while she was dying and she was one of my best students and, and she was very spiritual in her own right and we had a conversation as she was dying on the phone and, you know, she was telling me she's not afraid. She's looking forward to it, looking forward to the people she's going to see. And, of course, I said to her, you know, just remember, wherever you go, I'll find you. And she said, if anybody can do it, it'll be you. Uh, and I had that same experience with another one of my Reiki students who called, and she was very at peace with it. There was no fear. There were no questions uh, that she needed to ask me. It was just, uh, you know, so long, see you later. Uh, So, you know, your attitude, your belief system, your spiritual practice really matters. It matters more today than it ever did. Uh, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, as we evolve, notice that the the babies that are coming into this planet are really old souls. Uh, You know, I'm on Instagram sometimes just for entertainment purposes. You know, I just... I like to post either beautiful pictures or quotations, but I also go there to look for, you know, different things that amuse me, and I go a lot to the children and the babies because it, it blows my mind that these infants are, are, are they're, they're saying words already, you know, and I'm, wow, look at that, they mimic, and, uh, and they're very much in tune with animals, so... I remember back in the day they would never let a cat and a child be together, you know, because they'd get rid of the cat. Right. Animals are not disposable, people. These these pets are very much in tune with um, babies because babies just came from a high frequency, and they're still operating in that frequency, and a, a, a pet also vibrates from a very high frequency because they're pure love. So they see into other dimensions just like babies do. And by the way, if you want to trigger your intuition more, just start looking up more because when a child is growing up, they're looking up all the time so they're able to see spirits and other things and their playful, you know, friends that they talk about later. And they have videos on Instagram with a, you know, child talking to their would have been great grandfather or whatever and they describe them accurately. But I like to, that's why I like Instagram, because it's got so many things, and you post things that just crack me up, Maria, (laughs) you know, I always comment on that, you know, and I just love it, so please, you guys, tell a friend about this show, because, you know, Maria's got everything, 
She's got really great guests. She's got really good topics. And then she does the news in her familiar, using her wit, uh, which makes it easier, you know, to, to handle it. And I like because you have names for people, you know. <laughs> well, I can't help it. <laughs> I grew up in Brooklyn. That was a norm. That was uh, <laughs> that's like a norm to have nicknames for, you know, hey, Johnny Bananas and everybody else. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, Joey, Joey the... the with, you know, Joey the Baker. Right. Now, yeah. you know, a lot of people, it's hard for people to understand that we pick our life before we come in. And that's correct, yeah. And we not only pick our life, our time of birth, uh, who our mm -hmm. parents are going to be, what we mm -hmm. want to experience, but we also pick when we're leaving and how we're leaving. Mm-hmm. And by the way, um, just to add to that, there's actually three times in our life that we can exit this place if we want to. So um, we decide, you know, actually when we want to go. Um, but there's three different times we could vacate. And I've been through two of those times already where I almost left and I just decided, no, I want to stay. Because, I mean, if, if I didn't have the surgery within 12 hours, I was going to go. And then it happened again at age 65. I had an appendicitis. Who has an appendicitis at age 65? Only 15 and 30-year-olds have appendicitis, and I had one. But they said it, it already, you know, blew, and all that poison was through my system, and I got there just in time. But I just said, nope, I want to live. I've got much more to do. And so you do decide whether you want to cross over or not. Some people just can't handle the frequency here because... Uh, especially now there's a, a lower frequency due to collective consciousness. Collective consciousness means the way people are thinking collectively. If there's too heavy of a vibration and people are in it, that's done intentionally. Uh, this planet is ruled by people who have an agenda to keep people enslaved through fear. So I say, bullshit, you're not going to get to me because fear is an absence of love and I stay in love. So stay. even if you say that to yourself every morning, you're, you stay connected to your spirit, you know, and uh, it keeps your vibration higher. And then take the love that you are and send it to people that are grieving or people that are hurting. And and that's actually the most we can do is to send that. But that's that's everything to right. someone else. Right. To, to bring some comfort or peace or harmony. I, I see a lot of good deeds also on Instagram, which I love. I love to look at and, and watch. So if people, if you don't want to have an account there, you, you don't have to put anything about yourself. Just kind of go through and see what's happening, kind of like Twitter. But Twitter, I think, is a little bit more political. Um, so that's where I voice my politics is on Twitter. I refuse to call it X because I don't think he's going to keep it. I think he's going to let go of X. I think he's going to go back to Twitter. I do, and I'm talking about Musk. Well, I see that, and you know, I make predictions all the time. Right. And and watch what's going to be happening to Trump here. And I I predicted this a long time ago. It's in March through May of 2024. There's a downfall there that hasn't even happened yet. There's more to come. And oh boy, I'd hate to live in his his body. Well, me too. Anyway, we need to take a short break, Monty. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Does this world get you down? Are you living your bliss? Tired of therapies that don't offer you any real direction or answers? Did you know that Maria does personal life coaching sessions? Save thousands of therapy dollars and get the direction and answers you need to live an authentic life based on your own personal blueprint for this life. 
All this typically in just one private session with Maria, not countless hours on a couch. Maria combines her professional experience, life experience, and her heredity intuitive gifts to get you back on track. Email Maria today for an appointment at Maria at Maria.net. That's M-E-R-I-A at M-E-R-I-A.net. Get on with the best life you can possibly have. Check out the other side of this happy, loving, passionate woman at www.mariaheller.com and avail yourself of the best coaching around, all in the privacy of your home via the telephone. Gift yourself with yourself. Make an appointment today. Write Maria at Maria.net. Okay, welcome back to Awaken with Maria and Monica. If you're not familiar with Monica's work, get over to Monica.com. I have a live link here. She spells it with two N's. Uh, and check out her work. Uh, and of course, if you're new to the show, we have so many of these shows backed up on, in the archives that yeah. you can get quite the education. You know, you yeah. talked about, you talked a little earlier in the show about some of the horrific ways people die. And I think about that with people losing their lives in war, uh, you know, migrants getting trapped in barbed wire on the border, uh, you know, horrific diseases. Uh, you know, I go back to the days of, you know, the AIDS crisis. Um, and when people ask me, you know, how could you say we picked the way we're gonna go? Well, this is part of what you want to experience. And I yeah. feel the reason you want to experience it is that when you're on the other side, if you choose to be a spirit guide to someone here who's going through what you already experienced, you would be much more effective. When we um, come here and reincarnate, we have a plan in set, you know, and we can pivot, but not by much. We pretty much stay on task on the, the plan that we need in order to, A, pay off karma, because there are some people that look like they got away with it, you know, on, in their past life. They don't get away with anything. If you steal someone's bicycle, yours is going to be stolen. It may not happen in this lifetime, but it will in the next lifetime. Maybe you were very poor in the next life, and, you know, your parents saved all this money to get your bicycle, but then someone stole it. But that's because you did that in a past incarnation. I know that's a very simple analogy but I'm trying to make a point here that we get we don't get away with anything so I always tell people look don't worry about these people that you think are getting away with stuff they're not it's it's building up to be a bigger situation in order for their karma to be you know really make an impression worldwide if you know what I'm talking about orange face and orange hair um, that karma, I always say let, let karma play out, you know, because karma will finish it. And it's very real, and she's a bitch, but only if we are. Um, there's also good karma as well, too, from doing good things. And sometimes people sacrifice themselves, like getting assassinated or something, in order to make an impression and get their um, voices heard. Uh, you know, so you hear those stories. I have heroes, of course, and... Uh, one of them was murdered. That was Nikola Tesla. He was murdered in his hotel at the New Yorker. Uh, interestingly uh, enough, they stole 50 of his trunks that had all his inventions in it. And they, it's interesting how they show up like the FBI and this, this uh, task force shows up 15 minutes after he dies. Uh, um, I don't, 
that's not a coincidence. And what's interesting to me is that the head of that task force was John G. Trump, which is uh, what's-his-face's uncle. So <laughs> they've been around a long time doing terrible things. And uh, I love Nikola Tesla. He's not hard to connect on the other side, but you have to have a reason or a purpose to connect with him. He received a lot of pictures, and what he did is reverse engineer. And he, you know, I know from the time I was growing up, I was called a Professor Einstein because I was doing the same thing. By the time I was 10 and 11 and 12, I was finding things. I'd take them apart and put them back together, and they would work because I saw pictures. So the way you invent things from uh, entities or spirits from the other side is they'll send you a picture of something. Even an artist will see the picture before they paint it. The person that writes the book, you're, you're receiving the words. We're writing it in the third dimension because it doesn't write itself, uh, but it's actually given to us. So, you know, a person that has a lot of uh, um, right brain uh, connections are people that are lefties, you know. And I, I was interested because I'm a left-handed person, and there's only 13% of people on the planet that are left-handed, but we have access to the right brain. The thing is that with me, I can't cut paper with the left hand, so I couldn't, you know, the teachers would try to give me, you know, left-hand scissors, but I always used the right hand to cut. I threw, you know, the ball when I played um, baseball, I threw it with the right hand. Not, I, I was never a lefty unless I was writing, in other words, you know. And uh, and when I eat dinner, too, I don't, it, it, to me it's ridiculous to cut something and then transfer your fork from your left hand to your right hand. That doesn't make sense. It should just stay there. You know? <laughs> and when I went to Europe, I went to Europe, I realized that everybody eats with their left hand. You know, they don't switch over forks because it's a ridiculous waste of time. But anyway, so the um, anyone that you want to access on the other side, it's not difficult because, again, there's no classes. And when you reincarnate, you choose what you want, you know, when you want to come here. If, there's a movie called... Um, Wait in Heaven. It's with Timothy but Timothy Hutton and Kelly McGillis. Heaven, heaven can no, not Heaven can wait. What the hell's the name of this movie? Anyway, uh, you know, you see him dying as he's trying to save people. He goes on the other side. Whoever did the research about the time on the other side is actually right on the money. And he meets her, and they decide to reincarnate at the same time, only in different parts of the, of the country. She's from the East Coast. He's from the West Coast. And at one point in time, um, he runs into his parents from his past life who actually help him out. They just got a feeling about him. Interesting. That's a good movie to watch. Um, I'll have to look it up because it's in front of me right now, but I don't want to go through my DVDs to, to look right. for it. Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, What Dreams May Come. It kind of had the same premise with Robin Williams. Where, oh yeah, you know, uh, they they make you know make that decision to meet up again. They make the decision to meet up on the other side. Then they want to come back here. Uh, yeah. and, and I thought there was way uh, way lot of uh, really good information in that movie. I thought it was presented very well for people yeah. that are you know afraid or think that this life is all there is. You know, when I was a young girl, I, I, you know, learning in school, you know, how long turtles live, how long trees live, and I said, well, why would they live longer than people? Okay, it just never made sense to me. Uh, but some of us come in here for a long time. I saw some woman this week turned 113 years old. I don't, I don't know that I'd want to. Uh, and then you have people who die, you know, 
before they can walk. Yeah, and again, we, we choose to incarnate because we want to fulfill a purpose, and the purpose is, do I want to come here because I want to pay off karma? If I did a lot of things that were atrocious in a past life, then perhaps if I incarnate as a paraplegic or have some spine problems or something, you know, maybe that uh, will help me evolve and bring about love. And so you find these people, um, sometimes in children, because a lot of people say, God, why does that child have to go through that? Because they chose that, you know, and you still send them love. But that's their purpose. They, they want to burn off a lot of karma. Right. We don't know what the past life is, you know. Right, and I know, you know, that for a lot of people when you say, you know, that they picked it, they get very hurt and insulted. Why would somebody pick that? Well, maybe because they're at the end of reincarnation and they want to experience the worst, yeah. the worst things that are left so they can say, well, did that, been there, done that too. Yeah. And um, I think that when we come to, to burn off um, that old karma, which I know I did, um, sometimes it can be very tough and it can be lonely, but it's worth it in the long run. Right. Well, you know, somebody wrote me and another thing that that young man was confused about, because in several of the different writers' uh, books that he's read, including Michael Rekia's work, he, they talk mm -hmm. about lords of karma. Yeah. And, and I could tell when he was asking me about it that this, for some reason, was giving him a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. now, now, I said to him, listen, as many times as I've been out there, I haven't met any lords of karma, okay? I'm not saying, I'm not yeah. saying what somebody else wrote about isn't real for them, okay? Right. But everybody's experience is different. But the way that I think some of these authors present them is almost like they're a firing squad that you're going before. Or that they're, you know, judging you. You know, they're the lords of karma. <laughs> uh, and, and to me, we're the only ones that sit through our life review. We don't judge yeah. it. We just sit it and watch it, you know, uh, if there's karma and we want to deal with it. Nobody's going to force us to deal with it. There's no overlord to tell you, snap a whip on your back and say you're going back. Um, so what's your opinion on that? I believe that we, through free will, because this planet is all about free will. This planet is an experimental planet to see what happens when we have free will, and we've kind of blown it twice already. Um, this is the third time to see if we're going to allow greed to uh, rule our hearts as opposed to love. But this is why there's so many people. I don't like this word, but I'm going to use it because of a lack of another one. Um, you know, we're, we come here as light workers in order to enlighten. And uh, the more people we can wake up, the better, which is why your show is so important, because you're waking people up to the fact that there's a better life awaiting when you make better choices. And the choices are, I think where we, our biggest downfall, and I've noticed this since I started doing my work professionally in 1972, holy crap, 51 years, um, that when we, when we come here, we have this, this agenda, this plan. And then as we start evolving into love, we start experiencing something called miracles. 
But miracles are normal. And what I like about miracles is that they're fun. And I like to take, tell, you know, anecdotes and stories about all the miracles I've had so far. Uh, they don't stop. And, I mean, you know, it, it, it's like, for instance, if you get a flat tire, when you're evolved and in a higher frequency, that flat tire you'll get is going to be in front of a, of a shop or a uh, gas station that repairs tires instead of on the middle of the freeway where you could get hurt. So you get the best of all outcomes that way. By the way, I wanted to say very quickly, I found the name of the movie uh, with Timothy Hutton and Kelly McGillis. It's called Made in Heaven, and it was made in 1987. And uh, the movie is on DVD. I highly recommend it. You, know, you can still stream it, I'm sure, you know, because Amazon does that. But I, I, I like to own my own copy. But it's made in heaven. That's a really good one that really uh, shows us what it's like. The other one with uh, Eric Roberts is um, Saved by the Light, the story of Daniel Brinkley. Yeah, I still have. Uh, I, I interviewed Daniel twice, I think, and I'm sure I have at least one of those interviews still in the archives. For Isn't people. he wonderful? Yes, he is, but I don't know that I'd want to get hit by lightning to have that experience. But... Well, he said it was the worst pain in the world, you know, because I did talk to him. He actually called me on the phone and um, because he found out that someone stole my book that he had autographed, and so he sent me another one with, his, with my friend, and he called me on the phone, and I was, like, crying because I thought, dang, and Brickley's calling me? You know, <laughs> you just feel kind of... It's overwhelming because he's such a loving person, and I traveled like a hundred miles just to see him, you know, to ask him a question about uh, being a vegetarian, uh, you know, is it wrong to eat meat, and blah, blah, blah. I wanted to know, you know, because I hear it, I gave up a lot of it, and, uh, you know, being Mexican, I still like my tacos, so I have to find, um, a, a, you know, some kind of an alternate for ground beef. I think there's something made of soy that I can use. But um, anyway, he told me, as long as you pray before you eat and give reverence to any animal that gave its life for you, he said, then you're going to change its frequency, and it's not going to be a negative experience at that point, because they understand that they come here for that purpose. I don't like it, though. You know? I don't either. I don't like it. I don't... Well, as Michael Riquillo says, you might as well stop eating meat now, because there's no meat eating on the other side. Oh, I love it. Well, you know, in that movie with Meryl Streep, and um, I think it was, um, oh, John Belushi's brother. Anyway, there's a movie that they made, too, about uh, what happens after life, after you leave the, the planet Earth. Yeah, with Albert, they, they, Albert Brooks. Yeah, Albert Brooks, that's right. And what was the name of that movie? That's another good one. But anyway, um, what happens is that uh, there was, he was still eating spaghetti because he knew he couldn't gain any weight. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be my dream, to just eat all the carbs I want. <laughs> just stuff my face, have pizza for breakfast. <laughs> but, but, but see, yeah. that's the beauty of being on the other side because you become part of all that is. And yeah, that means you can definitely. create just by thought. You can be wherever you want to be just by projecting yourself there. You're not encumbered yeah. by a body uh, that, you know, is locked yeah. into this dimension. Yeah, uh, and that's why they don't like to come here because they don't want to lower their frequency to come here, you know. So, um, 
I'm just looking at something. I'm looking at Defending Your Life. Yeah, that was great. I love that movie. That was a good movie, yeah. And um, Defending Your Life, Made in Heaven, and Saved by the Light. Those are the three. Right. The one with Meryl Streep is Defending Your Life. Right. And, right. yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I, I got them. I knew I had them somewhere. But so anyway. A little, <laughs> so a little something. We reincarnate. Remember, we can't go into blame like saying, oh, that they, you know, people say that they have bad luck or whatever. There's no such thing as luck. I call it W-O-R-K, not L-U-C-K. And uh, it's interesting when you talk to people that don't have a clue about anything spiritual. It blows my mind. I mean, I was connected to somebody that I went to high school with, and he was just so shut down to anything. And I think even after his brother died last year, I thought that that would open him up to understanding that there's life after life. By the way, people that, that pass on and their family members, they join us for all holidays and occasions and even Thanksgiving and Christmas. They're always there, and they always want us to say a toast for them because they, they, they came, you know. And my dad was so, he was the center of attention. He's a Capricorn. He, the center of attention, and so on, it was on Thanksgiving, the whole family was together, we were just talking about him, and all of a sudden my sister's grandfather clocked up and worked in 10 years, starts the ring, you know, and we all looked at each other and we said, oh, that's dad, he, it's time to toast dad, he wants attention, and as soon as we said that, it stopped and never rang again. Well, but that's <laughs> how, you know, that's how you get your little messages on this side. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people see birds, you know, like they look at the windowsill and that bird's looking right in their eyes like, oh, well, it's easy for them to occupy a bird because it's such a light frequency and it's easy for them to, to go into their, their consciousness to go into right. a bird or even a hummingbirds. So that's a very common thing. Some people find things like pennies or change on the floor, you know, and uh, or even taking a walk that, okay, if they said, if you want my attention, just show me a penny. You can ask them to, to give you a sign. You know, obviously for me, it's always been a pink car, and I see them everywhere. You don't see pink cars everywhere. No, I, I don't. Do. I don't ever see a pink car. <laughs> yeah, I see them everywhere. I mean, I'm on the freeway or, right. or even watching TV. And oh, besides Barbie, that that was an overload. But um, I, you know, I saw a lot of pink cars at, since 1980s when I picked that symbol. I got that particular message to pick a symbol through a book called Illusions by Richard Bach. It has a picture of a blue feather in the front, and I was curious about the blue feather, and that's a sign that he picked. If he, you know, his mentor there, uh, Doc Shimoda, said if you want an answer to something, just pick a, a symbol and ask to see it in 24 hours. And he picked a blue bird, a blue uh, feather. Then he found it on the back of a milk carton as, as he's eating the cereal, you know, and so, uh, you know. There's that blue feather. It's on, but it just all of a sudden it appears. If it does not appear, the answer is no. If it does appear, the answer is yes. So you can take that because they can help you on the other side. They will bring you the right answer. Some people get the right answer and they're still doubting. Well, I want to see it again then. Oh, gosh. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but reincarnation, I enter this planet. I, I feel like we have a mission, you and I. And, um, uh, oh, I said that wrong, you and me. Okay, end of a sentence is always with the word me, not I. Um, did you know that? Uh, don't end the sentence. You don't end the sentence in a preposition or, or with the word I. You end it in me. I, I was on radio so long that they used to correct me, so I, I, it was drilled in my head. 
anyway, so um, when you have a, a mission and you know what it is for you, it was you didn't get married at first, you, and then you had your children, and then all of a sudden, boom, this is dropped on you. Uh, for me, I knew from the time I was a teenager, where there wasn't a lot of material. The books I was finding were from the 1920s, and I still have them. I will not give them to anyone or loan them to anyone to read. I went actually from you know different states, and I went to old bookstores, and I found them there. And, uh, you know, that to me, I like those books because they're only like 75 pages long. Now people write books that are 200, 300, 400, 500 pages long, and it's like 5% of the people that read books only read it from cover to cover. The other 95% get bored. So a lot of people are now putting their books on audiobook, which uh, that's really popular. So that's what I'm going to do with mine because mine's already 120 pages, you know, and I, I need to finish it. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Anyway, I know that I've got to do this. This is part of my legacy to, you know, everything that I learned in 55 years, which is over a half a century, I need to put it in book form so that I can pass on the things that I learned because I downloaded a lot of it. Some of it I I got from those books from the 1920s. And, you know, you and I both love Florence Shin. Mm-hmm. Her books are great, you know. The, right. She wrote four books, uh, The Game of Life and How to Play It, The Word, Your Word is Your Wand, The Secret Door to Success, and, um, the secret, uh, oh my gosh, what's the other one? The Power of Prosperity or something like that. Anyway, now you can get all four books in the, uh, in the it's called The Wisdom of Florence Scoval Shin, S-H-I-N-N. Highly recommend those books. She's a metaphysician, and she teaches you how to manifest, basically, is what she's showing you how to do. Mm-hmm. So I learned that stuff, you know, her books are written in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, and then she passed away. So in the 60s, I was reading them. I don't know where I found them, but, you know, I think that books find us. Oh, that's to go sure. to the right place at the right time, you know. That's but reincarnation, sure. it, it's interesting. We can live, we can create a masterpiece here or a mess based on, um, you know, I always say when we master E equals MC square, that means energy turns to matter and matter turns to energy and they're interchangeable. This is Einstein's equation that when we master that, we can master this lifetime. It just depends on what energy we're holding on to. And if we're holding on to a lot of negative stuff, you know, we can't be expecting positive things to happen. It doesn't work that way. It's very literal. So we have to, you know, stay on our P's and Q's and make sure that we are, you know, staying in a place of love. If we stay in a place of love all the time, then we only get back things of love. And you know that darkness, that there's a lot of darkness around, but I always say that the light, you know, puts out the darkness. You can't put out darkness with darkness. You put it out with light. And you can't get rid of peace by, you know, staying in a place of violence or war or anger or hatred. That, that only hurts us. So we peace for peace, and we send light to darkness. And I think that uh, Martin Luther King said something about that as well in his speech. So I'd have to find his quotation. I don't have it at hand, but that's what we have to do is our responsibility is to stay enlightened and stay centered in love. It takes five seconds to do it. That's it. All you do is my heart is connected, my higher power. We are one. We are love. We are light. Thank you for this day. Thank you for all my blessings. You can name the blessings if you want to, from your house to your car to your pets to your family members loved ones or whatever and you can ask your family members on the other side to actually help you out what they'll do 
They don't tell us what to do. What they do is they send us light or higher frequency of love so that we can then have clarity in our thinking and then we're able to receive the, the messages. And uh, again, that information doesn't lie to us. What lies to us is the information that comes from the left brain, which is filled with a lot of fear and worry. And But look what happened last time. You got in a relationship and you right. hurt. You know, people that go through that and just say, God, let it go. Learn from it. Because the, even the worst person in our life was the right person. They're reflecting who we are. And we don't get what we want. We get who we are. So that person's reflecting what we need to do in order to change our frequency. Because if we abandon ourselves, we're going to attract someone who's going to abandon us. If we are abusive toward ourselves and call ourselves names, we're going to attract someone who's going to call us names. So are they really the ones that are at fault here? No. When you point the finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back right at us. So, again, I think that teachers are everywhere, not only from spirit, but they're here in our experience, and they're in our dreams as well. We could talk talk about that another time. But Absolutely. Or, well, Monica, yeah. speaking of time, we're out of time, so I want to thank you for joining me today, and I hope everybody oh, out course. there got what they needed from the show. And, you know, if you're still here and you don't know why or what your mission or idea was to come in, it wouldn't be a bad idea to uh, get yourself a reading and find out. Uh, and yeah, that's true. And you know something else that Walt Disney said? He says, just find out what makes you happy and do that. Exactly. Well, you make me happy, so I'll talk to you again soon, doll. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. Love you. Love you, too. Monica bye. Sa bye. Monica Sepulveda. Check her work out at monica.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. And I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting the Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.